I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, keeping it spoiler free. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Spoiler free. We do love Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones came back on Sunday night, but we're not going to talk about it. Not a ton of things to spoil in this episode. I just want to throw that out there, but yeah. There's something. If you're, There's something. Not, not anything huge. So here's our thing that we we said before this. If you're invested into the show and you've watched this show and you know all the storylines and stuff, this episode meant a lot, and I, I absolutely love this episode. But what a crazy day in general! Freaking Tiger. Do you watch Tiger golf? Woods? Do you watch golf? I don't usually watch golf. I like to follow it, you know. And and I the only way I really ever like think about golf is when Dan Patrick talks about it. <laughs> I don't watch golf at all either. I I kind of treat it like hockey. If it's something like a crazy ending to something, I only watch the hockey when it's the game de- or the deciding game in the uh, Stanley Cup because I like seeing them celebrate. Um, yeah, game sevens in hockey are great. Yes, I love them. Game sevens in su- golf are even better. I get super hyped. And, <laughs> oh, in golf. Okay, so obviously you know, obviously know things about Tiger, and I know bits and pieces about different golfers here and there, but I never watch golf. I'm horrible at golf. Um, it's Yeah, golf is golf. I, I just never really got into it. Today, I found myself on my couch for a straight hour just locked into Tiger, and my wife was like, why is golf on our TV? And, and then I was explaining everything to her, and we were watching, and I found myself cheering. Like, we were super excited, and I don't know. That was just such a cool sports moment, and I wasn't even really – I didn't really have a stake in it. I wasn't, like, super – I don't have, like, investment into any of it. But to you golf fans out there, especially to you Tiger fans, what a great day for you. Tiger Tiger Woods won his first Masters since 2005. What were you doing in 2005? Uh, what was I doing? High I was, school, maybe? I don't even think I was in high school yet. Let's see, 2005, I would have been in like 8th grade, 7th grade. That's a long time ago. It's, what? it's a very long time ago, so he won his first. It's it's crazy, just the, the comeback he's made. It's uh, it's wild. And uh, we're back. We're back. Yes. Locked on Mavs. There's not a ton of Mavericks news, obviously, and so some of these episodes are going to be a little bit of some general NBA stuff. I know you guys enjoy when we do some general NBA stuff. You guys are just kind of locked into – us as your guys and we appreciate that and uh we're glad that you guys keep coming back last week was in- insane just an incredible week you know with dirk all the exit interview stuff we got some news on friday that we dish all out if you missed anything from last week you can go and listen to it it's all over the place you can listen to it on uh, itunes obviously apple podcast spotify stitcher the new himalaya app you can go check that out it's on so many things so many different platforms you can go check it out and uh you can go back and, and catch up to past episodes because there's just there's a lot of stuff. We did two pods on Dirk's last home game. We did a pod on Dirk's final game. Just a lot of thoughts. The uh, the final two minutes of the Dirk home the Dirk final game podcast. When you went on your thing about Dirk and the four kind of pillars or the four kind of mm. attributes that you look for 
in uh, in what Dirk has done in his career was was incredible. I've gone back and I'm working on a little project with it, but uh, it was it was one of the probably the best moment of this podcast, I think. Oh, well, well, thank you. Thank you. I didn't I didn't think that you was, said. Uh, oh, that you've said. Not 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 including <laughs> what I said. <laughs> but I recommend anybody to go back and at least listen to the last 5 minutes of that that episode, the the Dirk's final game episode because it was it was really great. It was you could tell it was heartfelt and it was really awesome. And uh just to piggyback on that, if you haven't read my Dirk piece, I would appreciate if you go read my my piece. It's on maps.com, but it's also pinned on my Twitter about how through uh we go through different we've went through different stages of life over the past 20 years but through it all Dirk uh suiting up in a Mavericks jersey has been our rock through it all so if you if you get a chance go read that and now we are rockless <laughs> no we don't have a rock <laughs> we're just wistfully waving in the wind <laughs> no uh okay there is there is some Maver- what we're gonna do on the podcast today we might as well say is uh, we're going through some of our award picks. Uh, we haven't officially set our award picks, and since they were due the day before the playoffs, and since we don't figure out until June, we figured out right. We figured right now we might as well just get them on the record, and then we're going to go through the playoffs. We're going to give our predictions, and then kind of a a how you feel about your predictions after game one. All the game ones have happened. They've all. And every, we set our predictions series. before. We texted our predictions yes. to each other. Since we don't do weekend pods normally, we texted them to each other before the first game on Saturday uh, what our prediction is. So that's what we're going off of. Don't think we like changed it. Uh, and now yeah. you guys have to well, – we, I didn't change them because one of mine is already wrong, So, <laughs> which is crazy. So, All right, let's, uh, let's get started right away. Luca tweeted out, where and when can I watch Game of Thrones? HBO, I knew, I knew HBO I loved it. responded. HBO is now the official, the unofficial official streaming service slash movie house of the Lockdown Mavericks podcast because they responded to Luca's tweet. Hey, Roy, in all caps, Game of Thrones starts tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can set a free start a free trial of HBO now using this link, blah, blah, blah. But they said, hey, Roy, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're That's talking, what we're talking about. about, HBO. I, I I knew I loved you. I love you even more. You know how to address the rookie of the year. They know how to. You know what? You know what HBO does so well, and this 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 is just proving it. They know how to evaluate talent. They can <laughs> yes. look at two guys like the like uh like uh Weiss and Benioff that started that this whole Game of Thrones thing and they ran with it and they were like those two guys are talented. We're just gonna let them do this fantasy show, and uh, even when the pilot apparently. Uh, flamed out they were able to to recover and they just are evaluating talent still they have barry they got veep they have all these shows hbo unless it was bill simmons basketball show besides that yeah it was a (laughs) he was a talent this wasn't the best show (laughs) anyway so i thought that was hilarious also in the news jamal mosley is a candidate for the Cavs head coaching job thought that was sort of hey that'd be a heck of a hire I know I tweeted this out today, but uh, the players absolutely love him. Yeah, great guy. Players love him. He, yes, uh, one of the right hand uh, men to Carlisle. And that would be awesome if uh, he got that. Uh, he got that. Obviously, we want him to stay in Dallas, but head coaching job in the league. There's only uh, so many of those. So, good luck to him. And for the Cavs, who are about to get Zion. So, stop! Don't do that. <laughs> I can't have him on the Cavs anywhere else. All right, let, before we take our first break, let's do our awards picks. All right, MVP. <laughs> because it's pretty simple. Because it's pretty simple. Do we both have Giannis? 
Yeah, we both have Giannis, but it was really up in the air to me. If Houston got the second seed, it would have been super, super tough. Because, especially as Mavs fans, we kind of want to look past James Harden a little bit, or really, and he does drive me nuts. But what he put up this year was absolutely insane. But yeah, I, I think. I know it might sound stupid, but them landing at the four seed, it does matter. And Giannis, Giannis is MVP, and I, I think I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Yeah, this was his season. You know, he yeah. he came away with with it this season. He did it start to finish. And I like. There's a couple people that made this point last week. When the Rockets were really terrible, it's not like Harden wasn't there either. You know, Harden was there, and he was part of it when they were terrible too. And he did put them on his back, but it was sort of in a way because of his own doing. I guess his team also the, – the team around him wasn't as good, which – I don't know. That's hard to say. Which which supporting cast yeah, is better, Rockets or, or Bucks? When Chris Paul is out, it's Bucks. But when Chris Paul is in and Clint Capella is in it's, and it's now, they have, now they have like Fareed and Tucker and – yeah, I don't know. No, I th- – I think I would take Houston's supporting cast over Milwaukee. Especially, but. I mean, especially with Chris Ball. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Most improved player. This one is going to be kind of interesting. I have Pascal Siakam. I think he just from from one year to the next. I think he improved more than than a D'Angelo Russell. Who just honestly, I feel like D'Angelo Russell was was this. He's just been injured a lot. He's he's been out a lot of games, and we finally got to see a full season of D'Angelo Russell do his thing. But nobody like I I texted you this earlier or yesterday or whatever and I said why isn't Russell getting more he's, love for this award? He's gonna I be second. Heard, he's gonna be second in vote. But I just heard like uh, like uh, Russell and Bill Simmons talk the other day on their podcast. They, they didn't even mention him. I've heard a few other different podcasts or people talking about the award and like I had just haven't even seen his name mentioned. And I'm like, Brooklyn made the playoffs. He was an All Star. Uh, he's averaged over 21 points a game, seven assists a game, 36% from three. Like I just, I, I love what D'Angelo Russell did this year. And I mean, I, if the award is most improved from one year to the next, then yeah, it's Siakam. I love both players, but I just think, I feel like Siakam's going to run away with it. And I think it should be more of a 50, 50 type thing with Russell, but you're going to pick Siakam. Um, I guess so because it's the biggest, it, it's the biggest shift from last year. Cause if you look at Siakam's numbers last year, uh, he averaged seven points a game <laughs> and now he's averaging 17 points a game. So, I mean, and just on top of that, every, every single category is higher, uh, compared to last year and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I say Siakam because it's the biggest difference, but so you want you want D'Angelo Russell to get more love, but you're not going to vote for him. So you don't feel they don't feel that strongly about it. Okay, most of the time when I think of most improved, I think of a player moving into like the star level, or like a uh, like an all star type of level. Like we saw when Giannis made that leap, or did Jokic yeah. win it one year? No, CJ McCollum I think has won it. Paul George has won it. Okay, so like when those guys took up to that all-star level, like Siakam went from a bench warmer type of dude averaging 20 minutes a game to where now he started 79 games this year and is at 31 minutes a game, and he is amazing. He's great. I'll I'll vote for D'Angelo Russell. Give it to me. <laughs> he has to defend his point. The rookie of the year, Luka Doncic, no questions asked. I'm not even going to let you say Next anything. Next award. I'm not even going to let you say anything. <laughs> Coach of the year, I'm picking Bud. 
I think I lean towards Bud also. I really, really want to give Doc love because I love watching that Clippers team play. Um, and just what he did this year was, was wild and trading Tobias and all that stuff. I think it's it's another one of those raucous things. I think of Doc, if they landed, a few of those last games went a certain way and they landed like five, something like that, I think he would have a real shot at it. But I think Bud, Bud deserves it. The, the turnaround uh, from Jason Kidd to Bud and having them at that top seed, it's, yeah. it's crazy. The fact that we have we have proof that going from one coach to another makes that much of a difference is uh, is proof to me he should be coach of the year. Yeah. Sixth man of the year, Lou Williams. <laughs> uh, him or Harold. Lou one. and Harold just together. Can we just vote them I together? mean, Lou will get it because I think he's averaging like 20-something points a game off the bench, which is absolutely stupid. And, he, and this season he broke the record for most bench points – ever in a career wow. so that's kind of a if you're gonna break that record you might as well just win yes so it's his award at this point right all right let's uh let's take a quick break when we come back defensive play of the year go oh, bear yeah go bear uh go. yeah go bear Giannis. maybe okay give Giannis. give some miles turner love in there happens. too miles turner deserves some big time love for that award too he's not gonna make all defense team probably though Hmm. It's going to be Gobert and Embiid. I don't know how I feel about that. You should feel bad, but it's, it's only because there's two. There's only two spots. And that's Would really, I rather that's really stupid. Miles Turner on defense or Joel Embiid? Have you ever stood next to Joel Embiid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's Gobert. Anyway. All right, let's take, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's get our playoff picks. All right, Isaac. So... Our playoff picks. Let's start in the Eastern Conference. Some crazy things happened in the Eastern Conference. Um, but the the game that was the least crazy, Blake Griffin did not play. Giannis dunked from basically the free throw line, took two steps from the three from the three point line, and then dunked. It was just wild. Uh, I had Milwaukee versus Detroit. I had Milwaukee in a sweep. Yeah, reminder, we said this at the beginning. We did our predictions before uh, the first game started on Saturday. So we're kind of we're giving our prediction for the series that we gave before the series started and now we're kind of how do we feel about it? I said the same thing as a sweep. If Blake Griffin, if Blake if Blake Griffin was healthy, it they might have won one or two. I hate that he's not healthy because he had an amazing year. And yeah. I think I've seen somebody tweet this out. I think this uh, should be a testament to his All-NBA bid, like second-team All-NBA. See how bad uh, this team was. Yes, this team is horrific without him. And uh, I just hate that he's injured at this point. It just kind of sucks that they just limped into the playoffs here. But yeah. Boston versus Indiana. Uh, I had Boston in six. And uh, Boston, in, the, in their first game, scored 38 points in the first half. Isaac. The Boston Celtics three times this season scored less than forty points in the first half. Would you like? Oh my would you like to guess what was their record when they scored less than forty points in the first half of games? Zero oh, and three. They were two and one. <laughs> wow, it's pretty crazy. That is wild. Yeah, I mean Boston's a team. Boston's the mystery team. I I think almost every team in the playoffs. Because it, it's like they have the highest. Like they could variance if they clicked. They're in the finals, but you just don't know what's going to happen with them. And I thought they looked decently well today. I, I've watched a decent amount of that game. Wesley Matthews, great job today. Yeah, all the Pacers uh, fans um, tweeting about Wesley Matthews post up, so it's just moi. 
Mwah. <laughs> oh, that or Wesley Matthews dribbles like yes. his driving oh, and stuff. All the, it's, I love seeing Pacers guys. It's so funny. It's like, what did you have? Should this we tell him? What did you have? This we already tried to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I had Boston in, in six. Yeah, I, I think they beat. Her. I, I feel like Indy will uh, take a game or two, and they'll just get streaky. And Boston's Boston, but yeah, I feel I feel pretty confident about both of those. I feel like this series, and then also the uh, Rockets Jazz series, is one of those where that whole that whole moniker of the series doesn't really start until until both teams have played at home. You know that kind of thing mm. where you could see you could see Boston go up two zero pretty easily in this series. And then once they get to Indiana, then Indiana wins two games, and then all of a sudden it's a series, you know. I could see, but but I could see. I would be shocked if Houston swept Utah. I would not be shocked if Boston swept Indiana. That's true. So there, I think Boston's talent differential is massive uh, to Indiana, but it's just a matter of clicking. So yeah, I wanted to lean five, but I'm like, all right, hopefully the because they have Wesley Matthews. I said they get a couple wins. <laughs> Just because and for no other reason than Philly versus Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. This is, is this the only one we disagree on? No, we agree, disagree on one in the West. Okay. So I have Philly in six. Okay. So how do I feel about that at this point? I think I still think they're going to feel Nick. I still think they're going to figure it out. There's just so much talent. And Bede mm-hmm. was obviously not right. Simmons is just I have no idea. My video on Simmons still stands. What he does <laughs> what he does off the ball is just he literally just goes and stands on either either block or 2 feet out from the block and just stands there and he really, literally he doesn't set picks. He's only set like four picks this whole season and rolled. It's like he only did it four times. And then he just roams the baseline like Dwight Powell would. I mean, he really does on offense when he doesn't have the ball feels like Dwight Powell that doesn't set screens to me. Yes. And yes. That, that is a problem. And then uh, J.J. Redick was was awful in this game, and that, that kind of scares me, obviously. But his shots will go down. Joel Embiid is going to have that three open all the time. They're going to have to figure out how to For tell, a reason. To tell, yeah, well, he's 30%. I mean, <laughs> he's going to hit one out of three, but – They've they've got to figure out a way to get him to to not take those, and figure out how to uh to play him and get him the ball in better positions. Yeah, Jimmy Butler though. I mean that's why you go get Jimmy Butler. Yes, and I mean Jimmy is playoff playoff Jimmy now. He's taking over the playoff Rondo thing. Oh yeah, and um, Tobias Harris was as absent from the game as he was in what I just said about the Sixers. <laughs> I actually picked Brooklyn in this one, and remember, I picked this one before they won that first game. You did, yeah, absolutely did. And and I, I and obviously I feel I feel <laughs> I feel a lot better about that pick because I was going out of limb. I went back and forth the talent thing, the team thing, uh, because I think you tweeted out this is the ultimate test of uh, talent versus like team or chemistry yeah. or whatever how you worded it. But I just love what Brooklyn did. They're kind of like my Clippers going into it. I would have picked the Clippers to beat some, beat whoever they face if they didn't face the Warriors. Um, I just love what Brooklyn's doing. Philly in their backcourt defense scares me. And when you have D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, like those three guys right there, 
and you're asking Ben Simmons or JJ Redick to chase one of these dudes down, and Philly's depth scares me. And uh, obviously the the injury stuff to Joel Embiid went into to it because that's been a thing over the past few days before the playoffs started is how healthy he is. And he stuff. was like and, a game time decision essentially. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I'm like, you know what? I think Brooklyn will shock them. They don't have. They're just. Everything's on the table for them. They're playing with house money as far as hey, if they get put out, that's what they're. I mean, they're they're happy to be there, but they're just gonna play with all the confidence in the world. Yeah, with with Brooklyn's guards, they're not super quick. Like Dinwiddie's not a burner. Like he's not like John Wall or Dennis Smith Jr. And like D'Angelo's not like that either. And Karis LeVert really isn't like that either. I'm so glad Karis LeVert is back. By the way, it's just yes. from the beginning of the season till now, it's crazy that he's back playing and that he looks pretty much 100. percent those guys are not super quick, but the during that game they looked so fast because you have TJ McConnell and JJ Redick and even Ben Simmons trying to chase these guys around. Like you said, it's just it's pretty tough on them. Even even uh, Jimmy Butler sometimes trying to chase those guys around. He's just he's bigger, and those guys are yeah. I mean that's like their only option at this point. Are, are the Nets the team that we're all uh, adopting? Like I feel like everybody's we love uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, it was either them, or, either them or the Magic. <laughs> the magic but it feels All like right, the Nets I, more i have a hot i have a hot take before we move to the next series wait what did you pick brooklyn in how many games brooklyn is seven yeah i have a hot take the point guard for the philadelphia 76ers next season markel Fultz, will be lonzo ball oh man i think at some point over the next 12 months Lonzo, Kuzma, Hart, and a first rounder for Ben Simmons. That would just be the most. Oh. Somebody else will come in and steal no. Davis for, from New Orleans, terrible. and they'll and they'll make the trade for Ben Simmons. Rich Paul client, Philly, Rich, Philly gets Ben bound, Simmons fi- and LeBron make absolutely no sense. But here's the thing: I'm gonna paint it for you. Philly gets bounced in the first first round. Ben Simmons is still Ben Simmons. Everybody's trying to figure out that crap. Why it doesn't work. This is the same problems. He can't shoot. Gets into the offseason. Rich Paul and them like, you know what? We got Philly's got to figure something out with Ben Simmons. So they call it up and say, you know what? Hey, let's do basically the the Anthony Davis deal without Brandon Ingram for Ben Simmons. And LeBron says, hey, come be the point guard. I'll play off the ball. And shoot threes. No, and they tried to do that this year. It's not. I know, but still, I'm out. There you go. You heard it here I'm first. Bye. That's a hot take. Toronto versus <laughs> Orlando. Um, I this is the one I got wrong already. I picked Toronto in four. I just thought that they would be ready, and uh, they were not ready. They're not ready for DJ Augustine, who I did a breakdown oh video of on Free Dawkins. So you can go check that out. Go to uh, Free Dawkins on YouTube. You can check out the. Playlist, go to NBA Breakdown. You can check out my breakdown of DJ Augustine. What a great game he had. I mean, 25 points, 6 assists. Game winner. Just just a ballsy game winner. Just a simple, simple what was Kawhi Leonard doing on that play? At about, he was sticking with Vooch. I know, but it was and such Gasol a was, Gasol was switching, and then and Gasol like squared up, and he was scared that Augustine was going to drive on him. This game scares me. I said in 5, Toronto in 5, so I it could theoretically still be there i just thought that orlando game would come at one of the home games because they haven't had a home game in, in orlando since i don't know the franchise was created since and dwight howard was traded in 2012 <laughs> that's the last time dwight howard courtney lee jj reddick turklu and i just thought it'd come then i didn't know it was gonna come in game one so now i'm thinking it's gonna be like a longer series 
it kind of scared me a little bit too because I have Toronto in the finals. So yeah, that's uh, tough. But, tough break. But it's it's just one it's just one game. So obviously, if you go after one game, everybody's like, "Oh, Milwaukee's the pick." Uh, but they're playing Detroit. So, but anyway, yeah, I had Toronto in five. Yeah. All right, let's take another break. When we come back, let's hit the Western Conference. All right, Isaac, Western Conference. Let's get through some of these. Quickly, because that's as fast as they're going to go. Golden State, I have them in four games, and I feel pretty good after that. Uh, I loved the Durant-Patrick-Beverly snake versus the mongoose memes that were going out around everywhere. Uh, that's going to be the most entertaining part of this series, but other than that, just the Clippers are just overmatched. Pat Beverly next to Luka would be nice. Everyone is on that now. <laughs> you heard it here first. Actually, I don't know if we... Uh... If we did say that here first, I do know one thing that we did say here first was go on Dragic. <laughs> we did say we did say the Dragic thing first a very long time ago. Uh, yes, and now there are a lot of people talking about it now. But uh, yeah, the whole Dragic DeAndre Jordan type deal. Gosh, I don't even know when we threw that out there. That was a while ago, months ago. Uh, but anyway. I love the Clippers. Like I said, they're like my Nets of the West. If they literally face Denver or Portland or huh, Houston, I probably no. But I would have picked uh, the Clippers. But I had a sweep, Golden State sweep. Yeah. The uh, Denver Nuggets versus the San Antonio Spurs. I picked Denver in seven, and I am I am not feeling too great about that one. <laughs> because the Spurs just came out and they just looked like the veteran team and against the the Nuggets team that has almost no playoff experience outside of Paul Millsap and Isaiah Thomas, who's not really going to play. Wait, is Paul Millsap still alive after? Oh, my gosh. He got just absolutely (laughs) annihilated by Derek White. By the way, Derek White taking like four picks, like two picks after Kuzma, which is wild. That is wild. Uh, Do you remember what I texted you, my prediction for this series? I don't. Uh, I had the Spurs in six. It's that's looking like a good one, especially. I, yeah, but these two. I mean, it's one game, so obviously but it was in it's Denver. Like, the thing is, it was in Denver. They had all the, you know, stuff behind them. De- San Antonio didn't shoot well. San Antonio didn't shoot well at all. What did DeRozan and and Lamarcus have? That's what that's what scared me so much about this pick, is that those two guys didn't really play all that well, and San Antonio still ended up winning. Yeah, Jamal Murray had a rough ending to that. Oh. that well, game Jokic too. and Murray, Jokic had that turnover. Yeah. With 45 seconds left, and then Murray had that turnover, and then even when Murray he, had that shot, that even when he tried to get off the open. heave, he couldn't get the heave off. <laughs> <sighs> when you can't get uh, when you can't get heaves off, it's not a good look for for the guys. Yeah, so basically, I had two upsets. Well, if we consider, yeah, OKC has to be an upset. But my two biggest out on the limb series is I pick I pick Brooklyn over Philly, and I pick uh, San Antonio over Denver. Um, yeah. They're both difficult. I think Denver will figure out some, but I just, I just think I couldn't bet against Pop. I couldn't bet against an unexperienced team like Denver going against Pop Aldridge and even DeRozan that has played in the playoffs sub two. I just couldn't bet against uh, San Antonio. There's a world in which San Antonio's in the Western Conference Finals, and I just be prepared for that. Yeah, because one of Denver, San Antonio, Portland, and OKC will make it to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Yeah. And after watching that OKC Portland game, let's get to that one now. Uh, neither of those teams look like they were coming out to play either. 
Um, you had Cantor out there with almost getting a 2020 game. You had Paul George shooting like a thousand threes and missing all of them except for three of them. And his shoulder is not right. Like he's just, he's just not good. And that's, that's awful for that team because they need him so badly. So badly. Yeah. I still think half, like 50% Paul George or, uh, or not. I still think that they have a shot at beating Portland, but Damian Lillard's so freaking good. Like he should yes. be top four on the MVP like voting type thing top three but if he was in third behind Giannis and Harden I wouldn't mind that at all um so he, he should go on first team all NBA no not over Steph and Harden. not over Steph okay. no um throw that out there there's a world though I could see him over Steph but I still think eventually that, that just like in the Philadelphia series I think the talent will win out I think that you know I think the Cantor thing will end up being a problem. He's not gonna he's not gonna play that motivated every single game of this year. I mean, he came out with a he was definitely he had definitely heard the Cantor can't play revenge yes. stuff. He had heard all of that where you know when when Cantor used to play for OKC, there was a clip of Billy Donovan on the bench saying can't play Cantor and just mouthing it. Everybody could see exactly what he was saying. He definitely heard all that stuff, and so I don't know if he'll come out and play that well the rest of the series. Well, they don't really have an option. They have to right, play him, yeah. or else you put Zach Collins out there, and we like Zach Collins, but, but he did not look good. I mean, but I mean, even those last few possessions in the fourth, there, I mean, they're putting Cantor in the, in the pick and roll every time, and uh, it felt like they scored three times in a row. But I mean, Cantor's drive and lefty layup, what, scoop layup. <laughs> oh, yes, he took like eight steps. It felt like, um, but no, I still I had OKC in seven, and you know. Portland got the first one at home. They play a second game in Portland too. So we'll see. I think Paul George, I mean, he was still putting up threes and hitting buckets at the end of the game. So yeah, I still think OKC could, this this series could go literally anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And this is another game. This is another series where I picked OKC, but if Portland wins, I'm going to be happy about it because yes, it'd be great for Dame. It'd be great for Terry Stotts's job. <laughs> In a weird way, I felt more confident about picking the Spurs over Denver than I did OKC over Portland. <laughs> That's very crazy. All right, last one. Houston versus Utah. Just literally finished probably about 10 minutes before we started recording. Um, Houston kind of ran away with this one, but like I said in the you know in the, the Boston-Indiana series, I feel like once Utah gets home, I feel like that's when the series really starts yeah. for them. They're, they're, they're probably going to go down in a 2-0 hole. And then when they go there, hopefully they'll, they'll win some games. But they're, I mean, Houston's defense is underrated. People don't talk about their defense because they, they've had some games this season where they just execute to the to the T. These crazy, crazy games. I think didn't they have a game against the Mavs where they just had this awesome defensive play at the end of the game. I can't remember what specific game can't it was, remember. but they just had a they they've had games like that where at the very end they need a defensive stop, and it's not just Cl- like Cl- Clint Capella. It's PJ Tucker and, and even Harden getting plays and Chris Paul and guys like that actually making plays on the perimeter and trapping and just doing the exact things that they need to do. And they did that in U- Utah. Just, I mean, they had no, all their, I feel like all their threes were contested and just leaning and running. And Jay Crowder was trying to throw up stuff and everything. Was I wish contested. Utah had a, a healthy Dante Exum to put out there against Harden and just let him <laughs> try to guard him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I have, I had Houston in six, and um, the sad thing about it is, I think Utah is the third best team in the West. No, 
And if how many people would have Utah in the Western Conference Finals if they were any of the four teams in the bottom of that bracket? Yeah, let's say if it was like Denver and Utah. Yeah. I would pick Denver and then Denver won the second series. Or if it was uh Utah and OKC. I mean Utah. Yeah, I would pick Utah. Yeah. To take it to take OKC out again. <laughs> yes. Oh, so man. that's what sucks. It's kinda like the three best teams are in that top region of the Western Conference uh bracket there. And I mean, everybody's just waiting for the clash of Golden State and Houston. And I think the I think if you're Houston, you like it this way. Because not only, and I've heard somebody mention, hey, you get like a healthy Chris Paul theoretically if he's not worn down by then. I think you get a hel- you get a like a fresh James Harden too, because everybody talks about like the past few years of James Harden wearing running down and getting gas, tired, yeah. and which he did. I mean, you're getting in the second round now, so there's no excuse of him running out of gas now. Second round series, I mean, that's going to be the clash of titans. That no other series is going to matter at that point, and I mean. Bucks in Boston, that would be fun. But the other ones, I don't really – because I think Toronto, even if they played Philly, I think they'd run through them. What about Toronto-Milwaukee if that happens? Oh, yeah. Well, in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, for sure. But so, just like, in the second round series. Yeah. So, Conference Finals, I have Golden State and OKC. I don't feel confident about the OKC thing at this point. But Yeah, I had uh, – well, who did I have? Yeah, I had OKC as well. And then I have Golden State sweeping them. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, and then I had um, I had Milwaukee and or did I have Milwaukee? I had Toronto and no, I had Toronto and Boston in Eastern Conference Finals, and I have Toronto and Warriors facing off in the finals. Interesting. It'll be fun. We'll be here. We'll talk about it some. We'll have we do ha- actually have some real Mavs centric pods to do this summer, uh, but we're. I guess taking a little break off of that to do some some general NBA stuff. So hope you guys enjoyed it. We're uh, we'll be here all the rest of this week, all the rest of next week. And uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.